Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Douglasville Impact Community Podcast. Uh, I'm Jason Post, and we've got a great show ahead of us with a great panel of guests at the table this morning, and we're going to introduce everybody. Let's just work our way around the table. Uh, joining us once again, we got Miss Allison Parker. Hello. we got Mr. Christian Molina. Hi. And joining us for the first time at the table is our county district attorney, Miss Dahlia Racine. Hey, how's everyone doing? Awesome. Good. Everybody having a good week? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fun week? Mm-hmm. Enjoying 2023 so far? Interesting week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. Well, let's uh, just jump into it so we can get to, to Miss Racine and talk about all the fun things she's got. So let's start off with Miss Allison. What do we got going on? You can talk about some news today. Yes, I am. Right. So the first thing we want to recap some proclamations that mayor and council gave to some of our community organizations a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, they were recognized for their commitment to our Adopt the Road program, oh, which right. is a great program through Keep Douglasville Beautiful. <laughs> it's open to any residents, community organizations, churches, businesses. If you find yourself riding down the street and you're always upset or you notice some litter, we welcome you to join our Adopt a Road program and get involved with some community service and getting your group together. But there were a few organizations that were recognized for just their continued commitment throughout the year. And so it was great. There were a lot of organizations. I'll quickly name them. (laughs) A.K.A. here in Douglas County, the Sigma Omega Omega chapter, um, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Cameron's Cleaning Crew, Haley's Angel, Kappa Alpha Psi, the Carrollton Douglasville alumni, alumni chapter, our local NAACP chapter. We had the Omega Alpha Xi Sorority International um, Mason uh, organization, and then Omega Psi Phi. There were a lot of organizations represented. A lot of people. Yeah. If you go to our Facebook page and, page and see the photo, you will see there were a lot of people represented. Yes. But we just want to take the time out to thank them for helping us keep Douglasville beautiful. So, yeah. that's awesome. Allison, can I say? Say this I have done adopter road before and had the cleanup duty for that. Mm-hmm. You see some really interesting things on the roadside, mm-hmm. so you know it's not just great community service, it also can be very interesting, absolutely, to partake in. Yeah, agree. How'd this get here? Agree, right? right. And why is he here? Or who would dump that? Like, right. what were you doing to actually throw this What's the over here? Story behind exactly. This? <laughs> So, again, we have various programs that organizations, community, churches, or if you just want to get a group of your friends together to kind of help give back here locally, you can visit our website, douglasvillega.gov, and under government, go to Keep Douglasville Beautiful, and you'll see all the programs that they offer. So. It's yeah. awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity. The next thing is for those of you who have been by Fowler Field Park recently, <laughs> you will see that it is currently under construction. But we are excited to announce that we are unveiling a ADA accessible new playground. Right. So I know the bad news is that unfortunately you can't go to Fowler Field right now. We just understand. Yes, it's just, just temporary. But these are some of the upgrades you can expect to see. The first thing, which uh, you can also see the rendering on our website and on our social media pages, is the um, rubber flooring, which for those of you who have little kids or if you need special features or anything like that, it helps with walking and keeps it just nice and level. So that's the first thing. Being a parent to a toddler and a a crawler also, (laughs) we appreciate the rubber flooring because the wood chips... They be wood, wood chipping. Yeah. <laughs> they be chipping. Yeah. yeah, it's not fun. And then you find them Ooh. everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. So <laughs> we're excited about the rubber flooring. There's going to be a variety of play activities. So there's some climbers. There's some musical components involved. Yeah. Uh, there's some imaginative play, some reach panels, which make it accessible for everyone to participate. And then um, there are a few other little things that they're trying to get in there. Yeah. So our expected completion date is mid to late 
February. That's not so bad. It's not bad. What? That's like a month. It's not too far It's away. not. No. And here's the thing. There are other city parks that you can visit That's in right. the interim. So we encourage yeah. you to go to Hunter Memorial Park. Mill yeah. Village or Willing Workers, and then in a few more months we'll be rolling out some renovations at some of our other parks. Yeah, but it's an coming. exciting time for parks and just updating our playgrounds to yeah. make them accessible for everybody. So, so that that rubber flooring is soft when you fall, mm-hmm. but it's also solid. So, like you said, it's an ADA accessible playground. So if you have uh, you know wheelchairs and things mm-hmm. like that, can roll out onto the play area you can. safely and stuff as well, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also getting a cover, right? It is. Uh, the goal Love is to provide shading on most of the playgrounds <laughs> here in the city, as well as provide seating so yeah. that, you know, us parents don't have to stand there the whole time and watch the kids while we're yelling at them. We'll That's be able right. to sit down and be nice and shaded. And those of us who burst into flames when they walk out yeah. the sun <laughs> will have a shaded spot to sit in. Correct. So just be on the lookout for those improvements coming to Fowler Field. Once you go, tag us in your photos. Let us know how you like it. But there's a lot of excitement when we posted it this week and so yeah. we're really looking forward to being able to unveil it and provide this new amenity to our community and are, are they doing some other stuff at the at Fowler Field as well or is they just... will eventually start phasing it to the walking trail yeah. because we know the walking trail needs a little bit of um love renovation as well a little yeah. bit of love but we're working on that so first it's a playground and then eventually it will go to the field and then the walking, the walking trail, trail as well yeah yep. very nice very nice yep. okay cool so I, for one, will be there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that all of our news for this week? That is yeah. all the news I yeah. have for right now. Okay. More more to come. More okay. to come. All right. Well, then we'll move along to Christian, who's going to talk about some events, right? Yes, that's yeah? correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are some fun things we got coming up in the city if people want to get out and uh, just do some stuff? Yeah, we've got a couple of great um, family-friendly events. Um, so we can start off with the Douglasville Police Town Hall meeting that's going to take yeah. place January 31st so that's very that's um very close that's coming up real quick yes <laughs> uh, Tuesday January yeah. 31st from 6 30 to 8 30 p.m. and it's going to be held at the Douglasville Public Safety yeah. Complex so if you google 2083 Fairburn Road you'll be able to um, yeah. go right over there they do those pretty regularly mm-hmm. um, yes Miss Racing, you've probably been at some of those yes. uh, town hall meetings it's with fantastic. the chief. fantastic. It's an yeah. amazing way to connect with the community, bridge the gap, understand what yeah. your police department's doing, because it's so important. So yeah. having that relationship is really important. So I definitely encourage folks to go, too. <laughs> and this is probably, if I had to guess, this is going to be the chief uh, giving his uh, end of year yes. stats. The topic updates. is a 2022 end of the year report and also the violent crime statistics, nice. statistics for that same year. Can okay. I just insert myself here sure, real quick to say... <laughs> Sometimes it could be very overwhelming to hear those statistics yeah. all lump sum together. Mm-hmm. But let's just emphasize and embrace it. Douglasville, Douglas County is an amazing place to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though everywhere is going to have crime and it is important that we're informed, but it is still such an amazing place to be. And we are very safe. And so it's we have great law enforcement. We have great community partners. Mm-hmm. So go learn, listen help us to do the work that we do because it really is it's important for us to be engaged absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and they like I said this is a great opportunity they do these often the public can just come out you can talk to the chief mm-hmm. and all of his command staff are there yeah. and just kind of ask them questions they're going to give these stats and they'll kind of give you an overview of how these stats compare to other places absolutely and I think you're right you see a lot of stuff on social media and things mm-hmm. like that and it's so instant whenever anything happens anywhere you see it on social media and people yeah. are like oh my gosh mm-hmm. look at all the things the bad things but that's just emphasized on social media. And when you look at the grand scheme, and you look at all the stuff, and you look at the stats, and you compare it to other cities and communities, we are a very safe place. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, it's, and, and they do a great job and, and as a police force, you know, they're very community oriented and stuff. Yeah. So they're always open to just talk to you. Just stop by the, the police department, whether they're having a town hall or not, you can stop by and, and say, hey, and the chief's always happy to chat with people. So, <laughs> <That's not laughs> mm-hmm. so. Very what open. else we got going on? Very open and transparent. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the next uh, event is uh, with Parks and Rec. So they have a therapeutic recreation program. And so this event it, um, is titled Sweetheart Dance. Yeah. It's going to be held Friday, February 3rd from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Ike Owens Community Center. And the address for that is 8830 uh, Gurley Road. So this is more for it's just more uh, of a special program for individuals with disabilities. It's not just for disabilities, right? Right. right. So, but uh, um, they do want to create this special event um, to tailor these uh, specific community. Uh, but everyone is welcome. There's going to be crafts and games and music, food. Um, the admission is free, so um, you can just uh, they do enc- they do encourage registration. They do. Yeah. So the registration is going on until February 2nd. So if you go to our socials, you can see the event um, or go to douglasvillega.gov yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find it there as well. Yeah. Um, the next event is Douglasville Arbor Day Celebration. Uh, this is going to be on February 17th from 2 to 3 p.m. at Hunter Memorial Park. Same address, 8830 Gurley Road. Um, and this is... Uh, it's just like a community event, uh, community, what do you call it? Um, uh, it's just our Arbor Day kind of yeah. celebration. So it's just it's more of a <laughs> it's more of a celebration type event. This I don't know if they're doing any like Arbor Day activities as much as they're recognizing. I think we just put in some some trees. KDB put in some trees and stuff around the ball fields mm-hmm. to help yes. bring some shade <laughs> once again, which is nice. So I think they're going to be, um, you know, recognizing all the people who did some work mm-hmm. and planted the trees. And, and they have some little saplings. Giving out some sap. Yes, yes. some kneeling. Yeah. So to celebrate Arbor Day, basically, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love seeing you trees around. Yeah, trees are great. <laughs> and yeah, my wife's the same way. She hates to see trees come down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, trees going up is a good thing. Unless they're too close to your house. Yes. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> exception. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I felt bad when I had to cut, cut up a, a couple of trees on my property, but then I did plant it more. There you go. So. <laughs> you replaced them in a nice safe space. Yes. Farther out. Um, so their next event, it's um, our 2023 Behind the Veil Bridal Show Showcase. Now, this was discussed in our last podcast yeah. a little bit. So if you want to go back to that last one, you can um, to listen more in detail about the event. But just uh, to highlight, the the <coughs> date is going to be February 19th from 2 to 4.30 p.m. at the Douglasville Conference Center. Um, moving right along, we have <laughs> our Parks and Rec Kids Day Off Winter Break Camp. This is from February 20th to the 24th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And at the Hunter Park Icoans yeah. uh, Community Center. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a $85, there is an $85 fee per participant, ages 5 to 12. And this is a really just fun camp for kids um, where they can have... Um, they all go on um, field trips. They have a lot of activities in at the park, uh, quilt, build a quilt, uh, a special craft that they're doing this year. 
And uh, so your fee, your $35 fee covers all the field trips and it also includes the lunch, uh, not, not the lunch. So you do have to provide that for yourself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the field trip is, in, the field trips are included in this, uh, whatever um, other. Um, anything they need for the crafts. Yeah, anything they need for the crafts. And things and, like that. Yes. Yeah, it covers that and the counselors and, um, and the field trip. So yeah, the parks and department is usually really good. Anytime school is out mm-hmm. with a, a winter break, fall break, spring break, things like that, mm-hmm. um, plugging in our, our kids stay out, kids stay off off camps, you know, to help give parents an option. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also a little break. A break. <laughs> and a break, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, they do a good job of always kind of plugging in those camps uh, for parents. And, 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 and they're really fun looking parents. They, they, do all, they do all kinds of really fun looking stuff. They go to great field trips. Um, I'm not sure what all they got lined up for this one, but in the past, I know they've gone to, you know, Six Flags and mm-hmm. they've gone, you know, exploring, you know, and hiking and things like that to some fun, exciting places. So you never know what the, the crew over at the parks is going to have mm-hmm. in store for the camps. Yeah. So they're always fun, though. Yes. And they're always safe. It's it's a nice, safe mm-hmm. place for your kids to be because there's trained counselors and our, our staff members and things like that. So yeah. it's somewhere you can feel secure right. dropping your kids off, you know, for a camp. So. <laughs> <laughs> and give them an opportunity to socialize a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So great. Um, so I did the material. Materials is the word that I was looking for earlier. I just <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Way to bring it back. <laughs> I do know my words. <laughs> and then the last event that we have is our Douglasville's 148th birthday celebration. That's coming up uh, next month, uh, Saturday, February 25th at 6 p.m. It's going to be held at the uh, Cultural Arts Center. Uh, the address is 8652 Campbellton Street, located right across the street from the Douglasville High School, if you're right. familiar. So we're going to have some art, live music, food, some door prizes mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, just going to be a fun Very event for everybody to just yeah. uh, get yeah. together and socialize as well. It'll be our nice, elegant evening celebration yeah. of our 148th birthday. We look pretty good nice. for 148, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Someone asked what the attire was. I said, grown and snazzy. Grown and snazzy. <laughs> okay. Ooh, All right. I like that. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, I think we said last week, We every year we've kind of done it different. You know, last mm-hmm. year was a little bit more of a kid's birthday party kind of feel. Mm. This is a little bit more of a, you know, an elegant kind of adult birthday party kind of feel. You That's know, right. Come out, have a nice evening with art and music and uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres. And, and mm. you know, it's going to be a nice kind of fun, you know, so elegant nice. date yes. night kind of evening. Right? Yeah. That's line up, right. Yeah. Line up your... Uh, your babysitters. <laughs> That's right. You got some time. Oops, in reserve. <laughs> so we'll have, you know, the, the art exhibits are there, and we're going to have some of the local artists talking about some of the art that is there as well, and we're going to be giving away some art. So, yes. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Right? Look at us. So, our birthday, and we're giving away things. I know, right? Y'all are so nice. So nice. such a great place to live. <laughs> Uh, so does that so that's the end of our that event list? That concludes. Well, yep. That's, that's there's long. a lot more if you like to go. That was just, that was just like the next month. <laughs> These are just the highlights. If you go to uh, DouglasvilleGA.gov, you can go to our calendars page and you can yeah. see uh, everything that's going on. If you that's if you right. do DouglasvilleGA.gov slash events, I think it takes you straight to the events calendar. There you go. And you can see all of it. So. Super easy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a taste. So. All right, well, thank you guys uh, both for our news and events, but we're going to talk a little bit with uh, our <laughs> district attorney, uh, Ms. Delia Racine. Thanks for coming on and, thank you and for joining having us today. Me. Absolutely. Happy to be here. 
So let's start off with just kind of a general uh, explanation of what you do, because personally, all I know of a district attorney is what I've learned off of Law and Order. Oh, maybe that's accurate. <laughs> a little bit from that. Night Court, maybe that's not quite as accurate. <laughs> I love that you at least have broadened your horizon you know? where you're learning from. No, and you know what? You're not in the minority. I think a lot of people don't really understand what a district attorney does. We hear it, we've heard it yeah. off of the shows and all those different types of things, but. What we actually do is we handle all the felonies that happen in our jurisdiction. Um, So a felony offense is basically a crime that can be punishable by a year up to life or death, because in Georgia we do still have the death penalty. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, that is a lot of different crimes, anywhere from drug possession all the way up to murders. Um, So all of those different crimes we handle, and I'm sure you've heard Solicitor General, they don't get as much play Mm -hmm. on all the Hollywood shows, but (laughs) (laughs) they are the ones that handle the misdemeanors in a jurisdiction. And so we have a Solicitor General here in Douglas County as well, Sonia Compton. And so they handle any of the offenses that are punishable by 12 months, up to 12 months, um, and a $1,000 fine. So those are the distinguishing factors. So as you can like imagine, it's a <laughs> lot of different things that fall under our umbrella of right. what we handle here. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're it in court a lot. a lot of the time dealing with, with yeah. that kind of thing? Is that is that kind of the, the main thing you guys are doing? You're actually trying cases in court? Yeah, that's one of the main things. Yeah. So we have an amazing team of 53. I think we're up to 53 Ooh, now. Nice. So we are a mix of attorneys who are the ones that actually will go into the courtroom or handle cases. There's some things that you have mm. to be a lawyer to handle. Um, we have amazing support staff, our paralegals. We have our own investigators that are post-certified. What that means is that they have arrest powers. Right. Um, and Ooh. so they do a lot of investigative work. Um So the law enforcement will hand over the case to us, whether it's the police department or the sheriff's department or GBI Mm -hmm. or whatever police agency hands it over. And there might be additional work. So they'll go out and they'll look into that and see, you know, what else do they need to learn about the case for us? Go find witnesses, things along those lines. And then we have our critical staff of our victim witness advocates. Mm -hmm. Most people have never been exposed to criminal justice system outside of law and order uh, <laughs> sure. or night court or whatever the show may be. Um, and so it's a very different process. It could be a very yeah. difficult process depending on what type of offense it is. And so these amazing folks will kind of usher the victims through that process, make sure they're with them, connect them with resources, all sorts of things like that. So that's our team that makes the world go round. We have three superior court judges um, that we go to court for but we also have our juvenile unit because we also handle all the juvenile crimes that happen Mm. here in douglas county Mm. so we have a team that handles those and there's two juvenile court judges um and we have an appeals unit because once you get a decision made on whether you're arguing a motion and the judge says something and we say no we don't agree with that or the defense says no we don't agree with that it could get appealed up or convictions can get appealed so we have somebody who handles that And then the other unit that we created, which I'm super proud of, is our PACE unit, Programs, Accountability, and Community Engagement. And so under this umbrella is our accountability courts, which are driven by the judges. So things like drug court, mental health court, um, opioid court, where we're really trying to tackle the issues that bring people into the criminal justice system versus just incarcerating our way out of the problem. Let's go ahead and try to figure out what is the issue. Let's fix that issue so we can push them out of our criminal justice system. 
And then we also created our own pretrial diversion program, which is focused on younger offenders, those that have really just kind of made really bad decisions, Mm -hmm. um, but aren't bad people. Mm -hmm. And so figuring out how do we redirect them? And we have partnered with several community folks to help them with things like financial literacy, um, resume building, how do you get a job? How do you keep a job? Mm -hmm. Mental health treatment, all these um, parameters that we think when we put in place around a person and surround a person can really help them holistically and ideally get them out of the system. We don't want to see people back. It's called recidivism when they come back. We don't want to see them back. So if we can help to fix the the things that bring them into our system. We're doing everything we can to do that. That's awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and I know that's that's a big focus for the police department mm-hmm. as well. And I yeah. know Chief Sparks has a lot of um, uh, programs and stuff geared toward engaging with the community, connecting with the community, working with parents, working with kids, working with youth, trying to uh, keep them out of jail, Right. essentially, right? Not right. just, you know, they, they understand what their, their job is, but they're working hard not just to lock people up. Right. right. But to try to avoid locking people up if we can. Right? Yeah. Um, and I know you guys work <clears throat> hand in hand with the sheriff and the police department on a lot Absolutely. of those community uh, outreach activities and stuff like that. Talk yeah. about a little bit about that relationship with the sheriff's department and the police department and yeah. the DA's office and how that works. You know, I think that there are a lot of different ways to go about your your approach as a DA's office with your law enforcement partners. Um some, I, you know, I have the luxury of knowing DAs from across the state, across the country, um, and some have very antagonistic mm-hmm. relationships with their law enforcement. And I think here in Douglas County, we're really, really blessed to be in a situation where we have a phenomenal working relationship with our law enforcement partners. Um, it's not to say we don't have issues. I mean, if you have are in any kind of relationship <laughs> with any other entity, person, whatever, there's going to yeah. be mm-hmm. issues. But what we have become really good at is communicating. Yeah. Let's, it's not you know us against each other, it's us against this issue. Let's figure out what's the best solution, how do we come to a conclusion? And what's really great is that we've established a relationship where we can communicate, where we can listen, where we can build trust, and we can really be confident that we're coming up with the best answer collectively. I don't have right. all the answers, they don't have all the answers, but you know what, maybe if we put our heads together, we could figure it out. So um, that's been an amazing relationship that we've been able to have with that. That's that's good, and then yeah. that benefits the entire community. Absolutely. But and I think that is going to come a little bit from when you're talking about your your focus on your your pace stuff, yeah, and your focus on trying to help uh, keep people out and try to help people, you know, to to curb them away from the bad stuff that they may be heading down the right road. Yeah. That's the same exact kind of vision that we hear coming from the chief all the time. Absolutely. Right? So I think you guys have the same goal in mind. So with some of those other organizations in other cities, you may see the cops who are like. We arrested this person. We're ready to throw him in jail. And, mm-hmm. and then the, the DA's office says, "Well, you don't have enough this, that, the other." That's where the headbutting comes in, right. where they don't have the same inroad, the, yeah. in, the end goal in mind. It sounds like you guys are all on the same page that yeah. you want to keep the community safe, mm-hmm. uh, but we also want to look at ways to help these people. Absolutely, because uh, because you have some some kids that just end up in bad situations and start doing bad things, and uh, and that's what the chief looks at a lot is uh, what what can we do to help put them on the right path yeah. rather than just lock them up and move on to the next, next thing. Right. What can we do to help put them on the right path before it gets beyond the point of no return? Yeah. You got to be smart on crime. Yeah. You know, we yeah. tried tough on crime and we saw that we just created better <laughs> criminals. Um, so, you know, being able to kind of use the scalpel instead of the sledgehammer when it comes yeah. to our approach of how do we respond to criminal justice? Um, 
reform and what we want. What do we want our community to look like? You know, I'm an elected official. The community selected to put me here. I serve my community. And so I have to listen to my community. What do you want? What is the best, you know, avenues? What is the best resources? What is the best approach that you all think? And ultimately it might be general concepts and we got to get in the weeds and figure out, okay, how do we get there? Mm. But we're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's great. Yeah. I know I've heard the, the, the chief say, a number of times, if you take a kid who's done something wrong, who's mm-hmm. not a career criminal, yeah. who just ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time or made a stupid decision, and you lock him up for five, ten years, you, mm-hmm. you're creating a mm-hmm. career criminal. Yeah. You're putting him in the jail, and he's learning a lot more stuff in jail yeah. <laughs> about how to do crime better, like yeah. you said. Um, so it's 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 great that you guys are, are have that same kind of goal in mind and, Absolutely. and, and they're walking down the same path. That's and awesome. Let me say, we also like, we unfortunately have the opportunity to see some genuinely bad people. Yeah. And so, um, you know, for us, a lot of it is <clears throat> limited resources. I mean, we, we obviously have, um, folks that are interested in doing this work, but it doesn't matter how much money you give to any agency, you're always going to have limited resources. Yeah. And so for us is being able to really focus on those individuals that we know are not safe to be back in our society, right. those are the folks that we need to focus our attention on and, and our resources on. And again, making sure that we could kind of separate those that we're mad at versus those we're scared of mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. sure we respond yeah. appropriately. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so are there any, are there any other specific, uh, you know, community engagement programs or anything like that that you guys offer that you're working with that you want to talk yeah. a little bit more about today? So it's like the timing is perfect because today <laughs> we ah, actually we just had a, our, we launched our planning meeting. Um, where we're trying to launch a juvenile mentorship program. Mm. So, like I said, we're, we handle the criminal cases that um, occur in juvenile court. And in talking with our juvenile programs, we kept hearing, like, there's a lot of great resources. They have a lot of great things going on in the diversion programs. But one of the things that they are lacking is mentorship. It's just there's not enough individuals that are willing to engage with this population. I think, you know, anybody whose criminal justice system involved gets a stigma. Like somehow it's like the scarlet letter and and somehow people don't want to interact and be involved, regardless of whether they paid their debt to society or not. And the juveniles in the system are not immune from this, unfortunately. Mm. And so we really reached out to a lot of our community partners, our Divine Nine, a lot of the organizations (laughs) that you read for Adopt a Road were represented today, um, various other community members that came together. And we said, we don't want this to be a DA's office program. We want this to be a community launched program. Mm. And so we brought everyone to the table and we're starting to plan and work out the logistics. What do we want this mentorship program to look like? Um, really kind of diving, getting into the logistics of it. And so we have a couple more meetings coming up. So really excited about that nice. um, being one of the big community events that we are going to plan. We do plan for before the end of this year, we plan to launch an expungement fair. Um, so just so y'all know, <laughs> to get, we're going to have a little law 101, um, but there are record restriction events where basically when a person has completed their sentence or if it was just an arrest on their record and there's other stipulations to it, but just keeping it kind of surface that they're entitled to get it removed from their criminal history from what employers can see, right? Mm. So because we know even with folks that are willing to employ individuals that have a record, there's still, you know, a big, again, stigma for folks that have a criminal history. 
And so the expungement fair allows those that qualify to come in and it's a one-stop shop for them to apply to get this removed from their record and so that they are more employable, they have more housing opportunities, they have more just opportunities in life generally. So that's a big thing we're doing. Very nice. And then the only other thing that I would mention right now, because I will take up hours and hours of your time um, talking about all the amazing work that our team is doing is we're going to launch our justice integrity unit by the end of the year as well. And the purpose of this is um, twofold. So the first is sentence reconsideration. So say an individual, you know, 15 years ago was sentenced to life for possession of drugs, where we now understand that this is an addiction issue, this is a mental health issue, they can then apply to get their sentence reviewed to see if it's there's a more appropriate sentence that could be in, put in place. Um, and then the other side of that coin is where you actually have claims of innocence, um, where you say that you were wrongfully convicted. And we're partnering with Georgia Justice Project and um, some other organizations to help facilitate this process so that we can have a really robust response. Now, nice. God, there's one more, if all you right. may. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the floor is yours. Keep them coming. Yeah. They're all great. We are so. launching a restorative justice program. We are super excited about that. There's only two DA's offices in the entire state of Georgia that are doing this approach. Um, we are the guinea pigs, for lack of a better term. And so we understand that you know the criminal justice system does not always bring healing to victims. It doesn't always bring you know all the answers they're looking for. Hmm. And so we're partnering again with Georgia Justice Project to launch what's called restorative justice, which is the ability for the victim to say, "I want to speak to this person who committed this crime against me because I want to know why. Why did you do this to me? You know, what what made you pick me? Why did you, you know, break my window? Why did you do whatever the offense may be? And when that victim initiates saying, I want to know this information, they will then reach out to the defendant to say, are you willing to have this conversation with this individual? And they make sure that everybody's going to be on the same sure. page, because what we yeah. do not want to do is cause more harm, obviously. Right, yeah. um, but what happens is they come together in the room. The um, victim is able to hear from the offender about those answers that they want. The offender is allowed to be held accountable and to actually apologize to the victim for what they have done and have a deeper understanding of what it is that they have done and the harm that they have caused. And other jurisdictions in other states have done this, like with juvenile court and certain right. other offenses yeah. as well. It's not, we didn't invent this, let me be clear. <laughs> um, and what they show is that they have really great results with reducing recidivism, again, yeah. coming back into the system. Because it's one thing to sign a piece of paper saying that you are guilty for doing something, it's another to stare that person you harmed yeah. in the face and to hear how you harm them and to truly, genuinely show remorse for that. And that impact sometimes is a lot more different. And so there have been great results with it. And so we're very excited wow. to be a part of this pilot project and, and hope that we are gonna have yeah. amazing results here too in Douglas County and Douglasville. So very yeah. excited about it. That's awesome. That, that sounds great. Yeah, I yeah. think anything that you can do to help with the, the like you said, the, the recidivism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you put the name in the face to a crime or yeah. to an issue, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to hit a, little, a lot more close to home and it's going to make a bigger impact. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's great. That's yeah. an awesome program. And if, you know, and, and not everybody's going to be open to it, but if one in 10 
yeah, is it's, able to connect and 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 it could change them. You know, then it's worth it, right? If we could yeah. drop recidivism rates by ten yeah. percent in our community, we would be like the national landmark <laughs> of success. Like it would be amazing. Yeah, and so awesome. we're willing to be innovative because what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same yeah. result. And mm-hmm. so we got to be innovative. We got to yeah. try something different mm-hmm. and try to make sure that our community is the safest and healthiest that it can be. Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right. That's great. Uh, before we wrap, because I know we're probably running short on time, is there anything else that you want to share with people Gosh, about? Wasn't that enough? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, was, that was a lot. It was great. That was excellent. So if anybody yeah. needs to reach out to, the, to, to you or to your office, how, yes. how would they find you guys? So we have a website, um, and we're on all the social medias. So <laughs> definitely please yeah. reach out to us there. We are at Douglas County DA. Um, is our handle on pretty much all the so we're even on TikTok, and so like we have somebody who handles all of it, and she's amazing. And I'm like, I don't actually know. Like, are we dancing on there? But like, are you we're dancing on, on TikTok? No, I had my stint at dancing. <laughs> Which you did a great job. Star. Yeah, but second place. Come on, I still I had, feel like I had no peace in that. Like, but you did an awesome it was job. a setup. Thank you. <laughs> no, it was an awesome experience. So yeah, we are on Facebook. We are on. Twitter, we are on all the things. So please, please follow us because we do push a lot of information out there because we are definitely um, firm believers in being community partners, eliminating the ivory tower. We are here to serve, not to be served. And so we want to make sure that the community is hearing from us, that we are hearing from the community. And then we also have our website, which is um, www. Oh, I hope I'm getting this go. right. <laughs> if not, hopefully there'll be a little blurb over what I'm saying right now to get it right. But DouglasCountyDA.org okay. is um, our website. And I think you could also do .com. I feel like we got both of them because yeah. I mess it up all the time. So. <laughs> so it should all be there. So please check it out because we would love to have you all see what we're yeah, doing. Absolutely. Because we here. definitely follow what you guys are doing. <laughs> we're moving a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> it's well, we, amazing. Yeah, all though. these great, these are great programs and anything we can do to share it out and get more people to know about the programs that you guys are doing yeah the better uh if, if anybody has any organizations or anything like that that wants to connect yes. uh with the da's office to like, for the mentorship program and things like that you got going on i'm sure volunteers and organizations and people are always needed always so always and if not we have um different partners that we know are always looking i will also say that i serve on the board for the douglas county task force which handles our forensic interviewing our sexual assault domestic violence and child abuse first responders Um, and for share house which is our Mm -hmm. local domestic violence sheltering location who are always in need both organizations in need of resources in need of services and and assistance so if we can't take you in under our (laughs) wings we will send you out to those that are definitely in need as well so reach out and we can definitely make those connections plenty of need Mm -hmm. plenty of get involved there's plenty of places to do that yes for sure well thank you for coming out and joining us and talking about all the great things that you guys are doing to help keep our community safe and making it the wonderful community that it is. So, it is an amazing. It's the best community. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank awesome. you for having me. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. Thank, thank you guys you. for what you're doing. I mean, yeah. a lot of times people don't see that overlap, but really like having a thriving, healthy community helps reduce crime. Yeah. It helps oh, yeah, keep us absolutely. safe. And so all the things that you're doing help us out in so many ways. So thank you guys yeah. so much for everything. We talk about that a lot when we, we, we have, like when we have Keep Douglas Little Beautiful or yeah. Keep Douglas County Beautiful when we talk to them. Uh, when you talk about a nice, pretty community 
and how that connects to crime rates. Yeah. And it does directly. Yeah. You know, when you look at, 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 at communities, you can directly tie those things. So everything that the city and the county and, and does affects all the other things. So, yeah, we love working with all, all that you guys do uh, yeah. and everything that our county counterparts do. You know, the more we can work together to make the whole community better, yep. the, the better. We Absolutely. Love that, so. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys again. Well, thank you. And thank you, you. uh, Allison and Christian, for the news and events. And thanks to everybody for joining us. And thanks to everybody for watching and listening. And we will see you uh, next time on Douglasville Impact. Have a good week. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.